0: 16 says I just whipped your ass. Wait, Paul's the moat divers
1: I Am broken, my hearted, and I would like to inform all of you out there in the moat divers about one of the most wonderful podcasts in existence. Yes. It is called The Go Home Show and it is hosted by Jordan and Nick.
0: And they are both true subscribers to my broken brilliance. They talk about wrestling. They cover everything in the
1: Wrestling multiverse. Make sure to check them out, The Go Home Show, as you will find it absolutely stupid. And we're back with another episode of The Go Home Show. I'm Jordan here with my boy, Nick.
2: What's happening, guys?
1: And we're here with a, episode 13. That's crazy we've been doing 13 weeks in a row, but I'm glad we are. Appreciate all the support we've been getting on the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that cool stuff. But yeah, let's just hop into the week in wrestling. Uh, so I think this was Wednesday or Thursday. Adam Cole was in the news <laughs> for something <laughs> interesting, I'd say. So he was on the Pat McAfee show. I guess Pat McAfee has like a YouTube or a spot or like a podcast or something. I'm not exactly too sure what it is. It's
2: like an ESPN guy, right?
1: Yeah. Or and Pat McAfee, he's been on the uh like the kickoff shows for takeover and stuff like that.
2: That's where I know him from. Yeah. I was trying to the face looked familiar and he was the one that would like wear shorts, but he'd yeah. wear like a sports jacket. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And then everybody that's would him. cheer for him, but boo Sam Roberts. Yeah. That's him. I got you. Okay. Now I know.
1: So that's where the tie-in comes. And Adam Cole was on his show this week, and I <laughs> Adam Cole kind of blew up on him, I guess. So basically, what was happening is that McAfee was just kind of being a dick. Seemed like he was like, "Oh, you never would have had the success you had without the Undisputed Era." And you, I mean, you're good, but like you're no Shawn Michaels. <laughs> and, and Adam Cole just blew up on him, He's like, "Oh, fuck you, McAfee! Fuck you!" And he pushed right. him and walk out, and, and Twitter like exploded at this. And I mean, I, I guess people, uh, I don't know what, what's your, like when you first saw this, what was your original thoughts?
2: <laughs> well, I was like, maybe cause they were getting shitty with each other at first when I first started watching it. So I automatically thought, well, this is a shoot brother. And <laughs> then he goes, you wouldn't be where you're at without the undisputed era. And then I said, Oh, Marky Mark and the funky bunch. <laughs> and It's a fucking total work because like you said, I didn't put this together, but he was uh, on the pre-shows before, and this is just good business. It's just what what's best for business. <laughs> Pat McAfee gets a higher in ratings. He's he's uh, what's it called on Twitter? He's
1: what verified? Is that
2: called when you're like popular? Oh, you're trending. Just- trending. Thank you. Yeah. That shows my age, right? That shows my age right there. <laughs> but Pat McAfee's trending on Twitter. Adam Cole and WWE are, are trending. And Adam Cole just lost the title, so this is a way to keep him in the conversation, kind of. Yeah. And so, good business.
1: Yeah. So it it, it it yeah it worked the way it was supposed to, and I don't know. I I just don't understand. Well, like aside from the buzz aspect, what is this like? Is there something going forward here, or is it just a thing they're doing to create some buzz?
2: I don't know. I would relate this to like AEW, kind of. With Mike Tyson coming and then Jericho and him having a thing, but then he just signed a deal to fight to have a boxing match. So,
1: yeah, against Roy I, I Jones Jr.
2: Yeah, with Roy Jones Jr. it'd be insane. Uh, but that never led to anything. Is my point? Him being a yeah, AEW and Ytj was just a one-off, I guess. So maybe that's just what this is—just kind of a one-off.
1: Yeah, I can see that for sure. I hope. Yeah, I, I don't want to see Pat McAfee wrestle a match.
2: <laughs> no, I don't want Adam Cole to lose the world title and then automatically wrestle Pat McAfee. Like, yeah, what? that
1: that's I'm not like, a good look. <laughs> but yeah, that right. was that was really the only newsworthy thing that I saw happen this week. So we could just hop right into Raw. So that opened up with uh, the Monday Night Messiah explaining his actions in the uh, I for an I match. <laughs> he was just saying that it was necessary. It was. Necessary violence and all this, and he he was sorry, blah 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 blah. And then <laughs> Alistair Black comes to the ring, interrupts, and says that he won't have absolution for his guilt. And mm. I, I I can't do an Alistair Black per, uh, impersonation, but <laughs> you know how he sounds.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can picture my head.
1: So that leads to a match between Rollins and Black, and which is funny because his old name was Tyler Black. <laughs> but oh, yeah. yeah, but um. Yeah, that led to a decent match between those two. Of course, it is. They're both two of the best like in ring guys they have on Raw, and Rollins ended up winning with with stomp. And I, you didn't even have to puke. Look at that. Yeah, I, is that Aleister Black's first singles loss in like a long time? I can't remember a time he, he's lost in a really long time.
2: It feels like it. Like that's his first loss in a long time. Um. Did one of the Buddy Murphy matches, did he lose? or did I think he, he win won all while? of those. Oh, okay, yeah, then yeah. I mean, those are the only matches that come to mind other than like tag matches maybe he yeah. had with Ray before he got his eye old. Yeah. Popped out. Yeah. So
1: I think, yeah, Aleister Black's winning streak in singles competition is over, I guess. But yeah, Ron's got the win here. It's a decent match. <laughs> so next we move into a backstage little segment with our truth and the, uh, the Hurt Business, as they're calling themselves now. Like that. THB. Uh, MVP Bobby Lashley. and <laughs> Truth kind of has some jabs at MVP saying he's not the real U.S. champion and everything. And then Shelton Benjamin, ain't no stopping me. No. Oh. I wish he still had that theme song. The theme song was sick. Yeah, it <laughs> was great. He comes from behind, attacks Truth, and he's now the 24 7 7 I 95 Waffle House sign champion. <laughs> <laughs>
2: See, and, I want Sheldon in the fucking hurt business.
1: I think he is now, because the next match, he was part of it, wasn't it? So I, it was it was uh, MVP Lashley and Sheldon against said Ricochet and a mystery partner who turns out to be the returning Mustafa Ali. Woo. Shout out to Mustafa Ali, Bolenberg hardcore. He went to my <laughs> high school.
2: Yeah, he was a, a new Chicago cop from Indiana. Boo. But, um... <laughs> I don't. I didn't know if he was part of their team. Like, is he part of the team, or is he just teaming with them for like a one-off?
1: I hope he's with them now. I would like that. Hell yeah, Shelton rules.
2: If not Apollo, then definitely I'll take Shelton.
1: Yeah, Apollo's. I Apollo's gone. I guess yeah. I don't know what's happening with him.
2: Did, yeah, but did we ever hear what happened? I, I
1: heard rumors it was COVID, but I don't have any like proof of that or like confirmed yeah. reports. So i it's I'm not care. too sure. But this match was really fun, man. They it was awesome to see Mustafa back. He was moving around the ring like crazy. He was, he damn
2: near jumped over the the fucking uh, he damn near went through the plexiglass. Oh, what, on
1: that dive like over the um yeah he like announce table.
2: I he ran as fast as he fucking could. <laughs> yeah. and he like shot <laughs> all the way to the fucking announce table. Yeah, was that sick. was
1: nuts. Yeah, he, he rules, man. He's so good. I don't know how he's been off TV for so long, as long as he has been. So I don't think he's been injured or anything. He's just been. Not being used. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I saw him give uh, some type of speech on that backstage or oh really raw talk or one of them fucking okay. shows. But he gave a speech about how he was a cop and what he ah. thinks about what's going on and shit. So, but that that was the most recent thing I've seen before Monday.
1: Yeah, I saw he was actually he was training at the pro wrestling T school uh, with Kylie Ray a few days ago. I saw a picture of them they're, nice. they're together. But yeah, this was an awesome match, and Mustafa ended up getting the win with the 450, which he is... Or, did he do the 450 or the 050? Or 054? I think it was the 450 regularly. He didn't do the backwards one, I'm pretty sure. Mm, yeah. But yeah, it was that's a good match. Right. And then next, we had a Samoa Joe interview with Christian. Christian! <laughs> <laughs> I remember that song.
0: <laughs> nuts that's
1: that song was annoying, but it's kind of sick. <laughs>
2: it was very heelish, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> oh man, they should just give everybody their old themes back. <laughs> Shit. Like you said, things just
2: start singing them
1: exactly. I hope <laughs> we'll get more than enough of a big show later in the show. Don't you worry. Oh <laughs> uh, no, you're right. So, so basically uh Captain Charisma here, he's just saying he's still hurt from Orton attacking him and he's just ready to see the big show put him in his place. <laughs> Putting the big hurt on him. The big hurt. Oh no. Oh shit. <laughs> Man, it was decent. So next we saw Ruby Riot get her first win and like singles winning forever. Shit. She ended up beating Kate Royce yeah, a very long time. <laughs> Cause she yep. won that tag match with Bianca, but that's a tag match and she didn't get the pin (laughs) so but she actually got the win here over Peyton Royce which I don't know I'm not too sure I don't really I'm not too crazy about the storyline they're doing with Ruby and the Iconics I don't yeah me either I
2: think I mean she gets the win but like uh, still kind of inconsequential
1: exactly that's the best word for it but something that I thought was really good. Was this uh, tag team match the Street Profits against Los Ingobernables? They WWE Andrade and Angel Garza. Man, match ruled. But like match aside, I just go. I just want to go to the finish. Montez <laughs> Ford hit probably the best frog flash I've ever seen in my life in this match.
2: Insane, dude. He got rid ridiculous
1: height. I'm just glad to
2: see him wrestle instead yeah. of doing some backstage
1: bullshit. Yeah, dude. He that frog splash was nuts. Cause he did it like the RVD way where he turned in the air, but he got like height, height. Like he got yes. up. It was crazy.
2: His fucking, I don't know, not dives, but whenever he goes over, the remember he went over the top rope and fucking landed just <laughs> yeah. on the fucking <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <ate> ground. <it>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This dude just, he can fucking just go. He can He's go, nuts. Man.
1: And he has so much charisma too. I think.
2: Yes. On the mic in the ring. Yeah. Definitely.
1: And, I think the Street Profits as a whole are just a great team. I'm glad they're back to doing a regular match. But, yeah, they ended up getting the win off that frog splash because if he, if he would have kicked out of that frog splash, I would have been pissed. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, that's the best frog splash I've ever seen in my life. That's I,
2: what I'm saying. That's like uh, whenever I see something crazy, some crazy move like uh, – what was it, all in when they did the destroyer through the table off the ladder? Oh, Yeah. It's like if this doesn't, if they don't win with this, it's like, what's the fucking point? What's hey, the point it, of doing that?
1: It was a ladder match, so you can't get a pin off it. That was at least. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's true, <laughs> I guess. You got me there. But he did win with the frog splash, and it was amazing.
1: Yeah, it was nuts. So next they have Sasha Banks and Bailey come to the ring, and Sasha's bragging, like, oh, I'm the new Raw Women's Champion, blah, 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 blah. And Bailey's there just hyping her up. <laughs> and then uh Stephanie McMahon shows up on the screen and she's like, uh-uh. It ain't going down that way. You are not the How champion. does her theme go? I was trying to remember. That's why I paused for a second there. I was like, what? I was about to start singing her thing, but I couldn't remember. It. It's like, now. I want to say... Yeah, it's
2: the, like it's, I was going to sing the China one,
1: but that's definitely not it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Don't dream
0: it like a woman. Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I can't think of how to. But. That's beside the point. <laughs> That's beside the point. We don't need to talk about theme songs. Theme songs aside, we could do a whole, I could talk for hours about theme songs. Don't you Same. get me started.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Stephanie comes up on the screen and says, basically, you're not the champion, but you can have a chance to become the champion next week on Raw. So I guess Sasha's going to have another chance to actually become the champion next week. And after this whole segment between these two, it leads to a match between Sasha, or not Sasha, Bailey, and Kyrie. And surprisingly, Kyrie saying got the win here. She went with a little roll up. It, well, I'm pretty sure it was. And yeah, that, I think you're right. And that surprised me because I, I, all I'm hearing is that she's on her way out. But
2: it's exactly what I was about to say. I, I thought she was about to go and retire and do like a retirement tour.
1: Yeah. So, may I think I the reports I've seen I saw on uh, Sean Ross that he had the uh, the fight select. It said that she's on her way out still, and she's, but she's booked for Raw next week, but there's no like plans to what exactly it'll be. But she's for sure still on her way out, but since she can't go back to Japan yet, she's just kind of riding it out, I guess. I don't know.
2: Maybe they're – and I feel like this is rare. Maybe they're letting her go out on a high note. Yeah. WWE. Usually they want you to put over the next person coming up.
1: Yeah, well, if it's a thing where she's, re- she's saying she's retiring, I don't see why they wouldn't. But yeah, it's kind of like the 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 Dean Ambrose situation when he was leaving. They put they put him over head like huge when he was leaving. They were saying like, oh, giving him like a whole farewell thing, like oh, blah 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 blah, like this is his last run in the WWE, and
2: was he? I thought he was doing the the Bane gimmick, like the gas mask and burning. Uh, shit that was a little barrel. bit before,
1: but they was they still. They, like, acknowledged that his contract was going to run up and they, like, let him, let him have, like, final moments with the shield and all that, like, they left gotcha. him on, like, a... Oh, you're right. You're right. Yep. So, I don't know. Maybe it's a situation like that where they just want to leave on, like, amicable terms, I guess.
2: It could be, yeah. Especially if she's, like, she's out, she might be going to another company to do a couple matches, maybe in Japan. Yeah, probably go back to, like... It's not like she's leaving to go to...
1: Yeah, to A- work w. somewhere else yeah. permanently, yeah. <laughs> Probably just go back to, like, Got Some Move or Stardom or something. Right. But, yeah, that led to the uh, the main event of the evening, the Unsanctioned Match. Randy Keith Orton against, well, the Big Show. Captain Insano. What'd you think about this
2: one? Um, Like I said before we started recording, it seems like it's 2010 like this is our main event <laughs> is Big Show versus Randy Orton. He's the legend killer, he's killing the legends. It's like okay. And then for, and then secondly, who's the fucking heel and who's the babyface because
1: Big Show changes every week. <laughs> Big Show's been a heel and babyface more times than anybody ever, I'm pretty than sure.
2: anybody. And the match was fine. Orton got the win, which he should have, yeah, but definitely. if I, I mean I've had to pick. I don't know, man. Like what I, I uh I know McIntyre had um, like a segment before this talking about how he might he's going to give Ziggler another chance or something. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I would have closed with the champ. You
1: know. I think it's going to be Drew versus Randy at SummerSlam. I'm pretty sure that's where they're going with it. I could see that. That's gonna be I, I, honestly. I think Orton's doing better work he, he right now, like him himself, than he has been in a long time. He's like, aside from what like being put with the Big Show and stuff, but like. In ring work and like mic work, he's doing he's way more invested now, it seems, and he has been a long time and he's he's good, so <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm definitely in for a Drew and Orton feud.
2: Yeah, I would not be mad about that uh match at SummerSlam. Do you think side note they're doing Summerslam, do you think NXT will do bash at the beach?
1: They can't. AEW owns that now. They do? Remember? AEW did bash at the beach.
2: Oh yeah, they did. What the fuck am I saying? Yeah, they did. I, I just assume that WWE owns everything, so I just
1: they're doing a a takeover, the takeover 30, which we'll talk about in a little oh, bit. Oh,
2: Okay. Oh, that's what the that's what the triple X's are for. It's yes. That's their thirtieth show. I'm a. I am did not even know that. I thought they were just straight edge. So <laughs> <joking about> me.
1: <laughs> I mean, maybe uh, it's bold to me uh, for me to assume that's what they mean. Maybe it is just the <laughs> CM Punk's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Talk about theme songs. There you go. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> Look at mine.
1: don't need right. to bring that back to the uh, kill switch theme. I don't yeah. know how to... <laughs> yeah, I just remember yeah. a scream in the beginning and that was it.
0: Even through the darkest days inspire <laughs> your burns I like always. in Living Color more.
1: <laughs> I like Kill Switch a but that that Living Color song called the Personality is just iconic.
2: It's iconic as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I fuck with Kill Switch, though, so I know old Killswitch. Switch. Yeah, for sure.
1: But, um, yeah, that's back to the main event, I guess. Orton ends up winning with the, He hits the uh, rope tongue DDT, which is kind of crazy to do that in the Big Show, honestly. It's a big man. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then he hits a, a second RKO because Big Show had kicked out a one before that. And then he wins with the RKO. And then after the match, he punts his head off. And that was it.
2: He slapped the leg. <laughs>
1: Hey, um he's all in with that now. And it was a no do q match. Yeah, unsanctioned.
2: Right, right. Yeah, it's it wasn't bad for like I said, it wasn't I think you said this, it wasn't bad for a big show Randy Orton match in two thousand twenty. Yeah, for sure. But just let
1: somebody else fucking take do the job to Randy Orton. Yeah, I definitely agree, but I don't I don't know where they're going with it, but I I think it's gonna be Orton and McIntyre. I'm mad at it. Yeah, so that was Raw for this week, so let's hop into Tuesday night, Impact Wrestling. This was their uh, show coming off of the big Slammiversary event, we, which we had talked about, and it opened up with a rematch from Slammiversary, Chris Bay against Willie Mack, and a rematch for the uh, X-Division title. And man, this match ruled again, just like it did on the pay-per-view, <laughs> and the finish stayed the same here, too. Chris Bay won with the uh, springboard cutter again, the uh, Art of Finesse. Nice. He's still the finesse, finesse division champion, as he calls it.
2: Oh, like clever.
1: Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so next, the uh, the Good Brothers. I wish I had a beer here to crack because that's their whole thing. Now they're cracking beers everywhere. Talking shop beers. Yeah. I'll, I'll insert a little uh, talking shop beer action. <laughs> Open it up. <laughs> But yeah, Good Brothers coming to the ring, Carl Anderson and the Big LG, Doc Gallows, which is kind of funny because he's the Big LG, but he's Doc Gallows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. I guess <laughs> okay. it's probably copyright stuff, but oh, yeah, they, for sure. they come out and make their official debut and not a debut, but introduction, basically saying why they're here, what they're doing here, blah, 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 blah. And of course, Ace Austin and Madman Fulton come down to interrupt because They did not get off on too good of a foot at Slam Reversity. So they come down and Ace Austin says he wants an apology. And, uh, you know, the Good Brothers ain't doing that. So a brawl (laughs) breaks out and the Good Brothers staying tall. So I'm guessing it seems like that's where they're going for their first feud, which is a – that's huge for Ace Austin, man. Definitely. (laughs) For him to be the first guy that they go after and impact, that's huge. For everybody everybody that's there, they could have been with Callahan. They could have been with anybody, but they're going right for Ace Austin. Which shows they how much
2: new talent probably and yeah definitely, shine.
1: and it shows how much like how much plans they have in store for Ace Austin if they're putting with him with them immediately. If they it shows that they definitely have a lot in store for him in his future because that dude he's gonna be a star for sure. Definitely, we've seen him at Isn't... AAW shows and dude oh, yeah. like Warrior AAW yeah Warrior and AEW. dude rules. <laughs> so next heath arrives to the building but uh his name ain't on the list (laughs) so he can't get in and the uh the the guard is standing at the like where he can get in like right by the door to to the building he goes uh what's your last name and he goes uh my name's heath i I had a last name but i i I lost i I can't use it anymore (laughs)
2: Uh
1: i love that i thought that was really funny so yeah he calls rhino and rhino's too busy arguing with hernandez in the back so he doesn't see his phone ringing (laughs) Were they arguing about? Who's been wrestling longer? No, they were just argue- They've been doing this thing where they they're like betting. They they have like a, a like a, a thing between them where they're betting. They're betting on arm wrestling first. There's just a, a bunch of stuff between them.
2: <laughs> back back uh, backstage shenanigans.
1: Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah, Heath ain't getting in today. Maybe next week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's. I like that though. That they're like hinting that he's coming, but it's gonna be a while because yeah. he can't. You know, whatever.
1: I think it's a good way to use them, especially because it yeah. keeps the uh, the interplay with him and Rhino going, which is awesome. Yeah, but, and the
2: dude's on TV, so that's exactly more than he's been
1: doing, you know? exact, Yeah, for sure. So next we had Jessica Havoc and Nevaeh team up against Tasha Steeles and Kiera Hogan. It was a decent match, but it ended up ending in disqualification because Tasha Steele grabbed the steel chair, hit Jessica Havoc on the back with it because Havoc was about to kill Kiera. She had her in, up for like a a tombstone on the apron, and uh, she didn't want let that. you can't let that happen to your partner. <laughs> Definitely not. So, uh, yeah, that they ended up bra- like the brawl continued after the DQ, and that kind of just moved into the next segment. They brawl to the back type thing, which the next segment was a uh, a short vignette where it just it's a black screen, and then it slowly pans out, and you see the face of Brian Myers. Formerly known oh, as Kurt Hawkins. So he he's also an Impact now. Only one who nice. we haven't seen is woo-woo-woo Matt Cardona. You so know it. I wonder if he shows up in Impact or if, since he's so close with Cody, he ends up being one of the guys who challenges for the uh, the TNT championship. Which speaking of the TNT championship, I'm really excited to talk about that one in a little bit. <laughs> Same. Matt King, huh? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm glad that Kurt, or, uh, Brian Myers is in Impact. I think that's a good spot for him for sure.
2: Yeah, I mean I, anything was better than what he was doing. Once again, that's like half the show is like yeah. <laughs> better off doing what they were doing in WWE.
1: And we got another man <laughs> about to talk about him in a second who was doing the same thing. So next we had Moose defend the TNA heavyweight championship against Fala Ba, And Match was all right, but the real the real impactful thing here no pun intended, nope. the, the pun was intended, but <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's a double swerve, bro. <laughs> but after the match, EC three comes and attacks, moves from behind, hits him, drops him with like a reverse DDT. So I mm. guess that's where that's who EC 3s going after first.
2: Did he give a promo or anything?
1: Nah, he just came in, looked crazy, looked at the camera, really? and took off.
2: And he came out kind of baby, he came, the, he must be baby face, right?
1: Uh, he, he I mean, sort of. I don't know. He, I think he's gonna be like a tweener because he's got that real like intensity thing going right now. So he's probably gonna be like a.
2: I want to hear a promo from EC3. Like I want to, I want to hear a fucking like on the show shooter yeah. promo. Like I know he's got something. He's got to. It's it's he's gonna. gonna I think great. it's coming.
1: It's got to be coming next week on Impact for sure. Yeah. I, it has to be. So, yeah, That's that led into the main event of the evening, which was a great match, man. This saw uh, the Impact Tag Titles on the line, the North All-Ego Ethan Page and the Walking Weapon Josh Alexander against the Motor City Machine Guns Chris Sabin and Alex Shelley. And man, I don't even want to, like – I just want to – Say it was a great match, and say that you need to go watch it for yourself because everything I can describe is not going to do it justice. This match was awesome; I loved it.
2: Yeah, I know you were big on it. You were telling me about it uh, after you saw it to check it out, but I don't have—I couldn't find anywhere to watch it.
1: I believe it takes like a week for the Impact Plus app to have all the stuff that come, that they show on TV. So I okay. think maybe this. I will week, watch it though. Yeah, it. This match rules, man. <laughs> so the finish comes. I'm gonna leave everything else up to your own interpretation when you watch it. Cause I just think this match is so good. I don't want to break down too much of it. And I just want, I think it's one of those matches where it would do it in to break down all the little parts of it. I think it's just, it's a, it's a great match and move on because the finish is what <laughs> surprised me. So there is a, um, Ethan page hits like a cutter on Saban, I believe it was. And he goes for the pin and gets broken up by Shelly. Shelly gets thrown out by Alexander, but Alexander gets pulled out by Shelly as he's throwing him out. And then Saban hits a roll up on Page. One, two, three. Motor City Machine Guns are the new Impact Tag Team Champions.
2: Damn. Okay.
1: I'm I'm very okay with that because that I'm I love the Motor City Machine Guns. I don't know what else I could say.
2: <laughs> if we can break it down next week, we'll we'll both watch it if it's out. Can, yeah, definitely. You can watch
1: it again, but yeah, definitely we do that match of the week or something. I'm definitely down for that because so I definitely want you to see that match because it's awesome. But, yeah, I was surprised that the Morrison Machine Guns won here. It was <laughs> – I mean, I can't be saying I'm surprised because they're one of the best tag teams ever, but it, the North had the title for over a year. So it's def- they definitely had a good reign, and I don't think there's any uh, any shame in losing the belts to the Morrison Machine Guns. Definitely
2: not. But and it's yeah. a great comeback for them to prove oh, that, yeah. like It's not a one-off or
1: anything like that. Absolutely. So – I, I'm just waiting. I know it's going to happen. Motorcy Machine Guns against Good Brothers. Give it to me. I need it. <laughs> That's going to be dope. Speaking of dope, man, that was impact for this week. So let's hop into AEW Dynamite because, man. Oh. you
2: Let's talk about it.
1: <laughs> you already know how I, how I felt about this. So it opens up with the TNT title Open Challenge. Cody's already in the ring. He gets announced by Justin Roberts. And as he, <laughs> Justin Roberts goes to introduce introduces uh his challenger you hear a heavy no music york, no music yep you hear a heavy new york accent going nah 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 we're gonna set this off right and i'm like oh and i, I like i at first i think i don't know who it is and as soon as he walks out the tunnel i freak out pop up off my couch <laughs> it is eddie kingston the mad king the last of a dying breed man i was losing i was so excited
2: if there was if there if there was a hall of fame for the indies this dude would have been in it a long time ago. Yep. <laughs>
1: he is He's mad. been
2: wrestling he's been wrestling probably
1: 18 I don't know, 19 years I'd say.
2: At least and he's been in probably every indie show that I've been a local indie show that I've that I've ever been to.
1: Yeah, he's at least
2: on the card, you know.
1: Yeah, he's once. a legend, man. <laughs> he's uh, he's like legitimately one of my top 10 favorite wrestlers. I love Eddie Kingston. And, and what think- a promo. And here's the thing is,
2: the dude has – we'll get into it, more of it, but the dude has – he didn't get fired from WWE. He's, nope. he's just been doing the indie shit. You know what I mean? Overlooked, absolutely. Underappreciated, that? absolutely. That probably came out in his promo. But this is the type of promo that I want to hear from, like, EC3. I want to hear from – and this is a guy that just – he loves – Wrestling, yep. And to give a promo like that is—it's insane. He told Arn Anderson he's gonna smack the jaw off his face. Like he, he
1: said, he said, "I swear on my my sweet sweet mother's eyes, if you keep looking at me like that, I'm a guy guy gouge your eyes out." <laughs> I love it. <laughs>
2: this
1: man's crazy. And nobody
2: addresses—that's the thing—is like nobody ever addresses Arn. Exactly. They're just like
1: always talking about Cody. So I, Cody's I, like
2: he's not going to do nothing He's not going to do that
1: <laughs> Man I had the biggest smile on my face this whole time He comes out So let me, let me just hop into this pr- promo It's a fiery promo man He comes out and just explains his whole animosity with Cody He says you grew up around Used to be legends like Arn Anderson <laughs> Which immediately started off hot at Arn He said I grew up around junkies and alcoholics That's what I had to grow up around You Couldn't last a day in my shoes and Cody's like oh man and then he goes into the line about gouging Orange's eyes out, <laughs> <laughs> and he says that everybody Cody has let challenge for the title so far has been <laughs> have been bo- little boys, and he said, "I'm a grown ass man, and I'll put you in the ground and smile <laughs> hard, so hard." <laughs> and then he goes on to say that he told T- he asked TK if you if this could be a no DQ match, and he was like. Yeah, he he's about to pay me to beat your ass. <laughs> he basically said, <laughs> he said that all Cody he was okay with it. All Cody had to do was accept, and to get Cody to accept, he goes. So yeah, uh, you're either an egg sucking dog, or you're an egg sucking bitch, <laughs> which Ooh. is a, also a, a Dusty Rhodes reference because um. Yep. Terry Funk had the uh, Dusty Sucks Egg shirt. <laughs> yep. So
2: Dusty Rhodes, you egg sucking dog.
1: <laughs> yeah, that it's so good, man. And if you thought the promo was good, this match rules too. Cody accepts, of course, and it's a no DQ. And man, like Eddie kicks it like the biggest star. This was a star. pay-per-view match. Yeah, to somebody that just walked in the door. Eddie kicks it like the biggest star on the planet in this first like segment of. AEW. This should have
2: been the main event on the fucking show. 100%. I understand why it
1: wasn't because there was so much buzz around AEW after the segment. Like everybody was freaking out. So I, I yeah. for sure understand why it. Open, but man, <laughs> this was crazy. There's, there's so much here. Uh, they pull up the floor mat, and Eddie goes to suplex Cody on it, but Cody hits him with the suplex on it. Uh, early in the match, Eddie hurts his knee, so he's selling that the whole match. So it was like a heavy, um, like a heavy story point in the match. Eddie's like selling in the ring too. Like he gets like the most inve- like emotional investment out of like. <laughs> like any wrestler I know, his like his eyes can tell so much. It's crazy. I like yeah, and Cody's
2: Cody's always usually baby facing. Cody's usually the high point of every Wednesday night. One of the high points. Yeah, and you always rooting for you. If anybody's listening to this, you always hear us talking high about Cody. He's gold. Everything he everybody he works with it comes out gold. This was like you're rooting for Eddie Kingston yep. to win to get a contract <laughs> to see him every week. Like, and the match spoke for itself. The guy's been fucking wrestling for 18 years. Of course, it's going to be great. He's going to know his psychology. He's going to know how to sell, how to yep. work, you know, all that. And this was a no DQ match, too, on top of it.
1: Man, this he brings up the thumbtacks and kills Cody with the power Ooh. bomb into
2: him. How, I thought he was going to fake it out and, like, he was going to take the bump, but
1: that's what they went for the fake at first because it went it, he went uh Cody almost hit the gringo killer or the vertebraker, which I was that's right that's which is, right, which is also a uh, like a kind of a shout out to homicide because that's Eddie King's is like running buddy, and that's his face yeah. like, the uh, vertebraker, but it's like the he calls it the gringo killer, so that would be that's great. right he was
2: going to do vertebraker, and I was yeah. like losing my mind like dude he I wouldn't put it past either one of these guys to do something like that like yep, for sure just to <laughs> but yeah, he took the power bomb and hard too, yeah.
1: But man, they this they were stiffing each other in this match too. Definitely, they were, they were working real snug. But yeah, after the power bomb, Kingston walks away for a little bit, like just to like because he he was still selling the knee and having Cody up for the power bomb, kind of buckled his knee. And then Cody pops up from the power bomb, hits a lariat on him, and then continues to work Kingston's leg and ends up putting him in the uh, figure four for the finish. But man, Woo. this man, if and Eddie Kingston was trending number five in the U.S wow because everybody because there was a sign eddie kingston hashtag going around and man please that's, that's, please i love that tk tony khan do we hear did we hear anything no nothing yet but i i hope so man i really hope or so i should say is eddie kingston elite yet he better be i don't know how he, he like how how could he not be after this? this is like this was the best part of the show to me like it might be just because how much of I love Eddie Kingston, but like
2: no, it was the best part of the whole Wednesday night. Both shows. This oh, but, is my favorite oh, the week, favorite every, promo, favorite match. Yeah. Oh so yeah, yeah, good. yeah.
1: Definitely the whole week. So good, man. Like, and then the promo he cut afterwards on social media. That AEW saw shade. that.
2: Saw that too. Yep.
1: Just uh, so good. Emotional. Man. Yeah, emo. Like he has the most believable emotion in his promos that anybody like working today, in my opinion. Like anywhere, not not just on the indies. Anywhere, Eddie Kingston is the best promo in the business. I'm in my opinion. I would agree, and that was like universally said by wrestlers all over. Even like Mustafa Ali shared the, the sign Eddie Kingston hashtag. Uh, wow, a few WWE guys did, and man, please do. <laughs> I need Eddie Kingston on national television. I was literally talking about Eddie Kingston. I think it was the day before there was an Eddie Kingston promo floating around and I sent it to somebody. I was like, I don't know how Eddie Kingston is on national television. And then the next day he was, <laughs> I think he sent it to me. I he think sent, so. Yeah. He sent,
2: uh, an Eddie Kingston promo to me. I don't know how long ago it was, but I'm pretty
1: sure that that was Tuesday. And then Wednesday he was on dynamite. He was talking
2: about living in the same neighborhood as kids that he
1: beat up. Yep, and Silas he Young. Sure. It, was, it was like yep. a, so feeling, that's right. Yeah, yep. it was an AAW match. Uh, promo. Yeah, man. Fuck Eddie yeah, rules. It was great. Eddie rules. But yeah, this match was awesome. A great way to start the show because everybody was buzzing and it worked because pop- they popped a big rating on this one, which I will go to it into it in a second. Yeah. So can't say good
2: good enough things about that.
1: <laughs> definitely cannot. So that led into a uh, John Moxie promo vignette where he was just talking about his- the match last week at Cage. He was just like. When I had that arm bar on, I loved the sounds I was hearing. I just wanted to hear his bicep pop. (laughs) This man's crazy. (laughs) He's wild. (laughs) That was basically it. So, next we get the uh, MJF and Jungle Man. (laughs) Jungle
2: (laughs) Man. Griff Garrison,
1: before the match, MJF cuts a promo just saying how he's the greatest and all this and all that. He tells. uh, Griff Garrison to introduce himself, but he calls him. He's like, Yeah, tell him all about Jungle Man. <laughs> he's like, That's not my name. I'm Griff Garrison. <laughs> he doesn't yeah, like Jungle Boy, though.
2: He does, does. keep like Jungle Boy.
1: <laughs> and then he's just basically saying, Yeah, how lucky do you feel to be in the, the ring with a prodigy? I'm undefeated. And that Garrison's like, didn't you lose in a tag match? And then <laughs> he didn't like that. MJF pops him in the face with the microphone and starts laying into him. This is basically just like a, a squash match. MJF just playing with his food, being yeah, a heel it was a
2: stretched out squash match for sure. Trying to get him to admit <laughs> on the mic that he yeah, he hasn't lost.
1: He grabs like the lost. mic in the middle of the match, puts it over, and he's like, "Say I'm undefeated."
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "You're undefeated." <laughs>
1: <laughs> and MJF won with the heat seeker pile driver, which I'm glad he's using again. That move rules. The pile driver, yeah. yeah. The heat seeker, Blair. it's like the sort of like the the Orton DDT, but it's a pile driver. <laughs> That's exactly yep. what it is. I love that. Looks looks nasty. Yeah, it does for sure. So next we got something really funny in my opinion, Tony Schiavone in the back with Britt Baker rebel. (laughs) This is so stupid, but it was funny. She basically saying how there's more conspiracy at hand, how as soon as she got her nose broken, it was been, it's been targeted ever since. And she's basically saying like, you can never doubt a role model. And I'm going to have the best sports comeback since you list off all these sports comebacks as she finishes with Michael Jordan returning to the Washington
2: Wizards. The, the Wizards. Like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> Which Shivani, of course, buries. And she's like, Tony, why are you being such an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry. And then Rebel says, yeah, I love Michael Jordan. I've seen Space Jam 19 times and he always beats the Monsters. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> and then Britt looks in the camera and goes, I am Michael Jordan. <laughs> I'm cool. Sure. Go for it.
2: (laughs) Whatever you want to say. Yeah, shit. And
1: she's basically monsters. And then she reiterates that she's gonna be back at all out, which is oh very soon actually. It's about a month and a half away, I think September fifth. It yeah. Was. They
2: usually do it September twentieth, twenty first. No, it was it maybe. was the
1: all, last week last year was September first. I think year before that, all in was August thirty first. I believe. Yeah, because it's yeah, always around. Uh, was that Labor Day, Memorial Day, whichever one it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Memorial Day. I think it's
1: Memorial Day. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's one of them. One of those. One of the days. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she'll be back. I guess I think like that's kind of a fast recovery, but she's grinding. I guess. Yep. So next we have a uh, a promo from Team Taz, Taz and Cage in the ring. Taz is explaining why he threw in the towel, basically saying that he wanted to protect his investment. He didn't want to see Cage get his bicep hurt again, because he just came off the bicep injury. And Darby comes out to sh- show his uh, share a bit of peace of mind, and Ricky starts kills him from behind. <laughs> yeah, they they did something on
2: Dark. wasn't Was this a promo from Dark, or was this? This was still on
1: Dynamite? Yes, it's still on Dynamite, but they did a thing where after Darby's match, Ricky Starks and Cage attacked him last night on on Dark Dark 2. And then to retaliate, he came out during Taz's promo and then Ricky Starks caught him from behind again. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, I'm not not mad at it. I like everybody involved.
1: Yeah, I like the pairing of Ricky Starks and Cage. I think that's pretty cool, honestly.
2: Yeah, he looks like an older brother.
1: They, they for sure look s- like similar in the face. I didn't realize they stood next to each other. I like, go oh, wow. They, they do look yeah, similar. It, and it the, works. Yeah. And so Cage power bombs Darby on the ramp, then power bombs him into the ring from the ramp. I look like it hurt.
2: <laughs> definitely. And you know he don't give a fuck.
1: Yeah. And then uh, Ricky hits his finish on Darby, and then Moxie comes out with the barbed wire bat for the save, and that sets up what's next week is going to be a uh, tornado tag between Moxie and Darby against Cage and Ricky Starks, which I'm I'm in for. I'm sure that would be a good match. Yeah,
2: that's very 90s uh, tornado, tornado tag, tag match. Yeah, I, I, haven't, I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah, honestly. I'm, I've seen tag matches where they just don't give a fuck about tagging in, but yeah. <laughs> an official tornado tag match. It's been a long time.
1: Yeah, I think that, that means they're going to go wild with it, I'm pretty sure, which I'm for sure all in with.
2: <laughs> no pun intended.
1: Exactly. So next, we got a video package announcing a sixteen-person, eighty-eight team, women's tag team uh, tournament for like the like a tag team cup, which I'm very interested in. I think that'll be cool. It's gonna for a be
2: women's tag team. Is that what you said?
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, I, I must have missed this. I didn't even hear anything about this.
1: Yeah, it was uh, right after that. It was right before the uh the fall's anywhere match. It was like a quick vignette thing. It's it's gonna be eight oh. teams, sixteen women. And it's. Gonna, I think they call it the deadly draw, so I think it's gonna be random partners, maybe. Which I think is cool.
2: That's what I was wondering if they were gonna have a, like, make a tag division kind of for the women because you got the Nightmare
1: Sisters, and I, I think it's just gonna be a uh, like a yearly cup, like the New Japan Cup or the G1 type thing, which gotcha. I think is cool. I think I don't know why more, more like Western wrestling doesn't do stuff like that. I think that's a cool way to get, have like a story built in for something.
2: Yeah, I would much rather something like what they do in New Japan over how WWE has been. We'll get into that NXT with the cruiserweight title, and now they got the North American title. It's going to go on for five fucking weeks, and yeah, they just don't do it very well. I think New it's, Japan always seems to do it well.
1: I think it's better to have a like a tournament that has stakes to it than just having a title for no reason. So, I think yes. I think this is better than them introducing a ta- a women's tag title. So I'm cool with it for sure. I. I'm sure they're going to have to bring in some uh, outside talent for it. I would love to see, like, a like a Allison Kay, a Sienna, which, well, that's the same person, but, like, Allison K a K A a.k.a. Sienna. She was in NWA. Uh, who, uh, who else? Who isn't signed somewhere? Marty Bell would be sick. Uh, who else? Thunder Rosa. They need to bring in Thunder Rosa for it. That'd be dope. That'd be yeah. dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's definitely a lot of women who aren't signed anywhere that they could bring in for this, which would be which would be really cool. So I'm excited for that. Shout this. out Marty yeah. Bell. Yeah, shout out Marty Bell for sure. <laughs> so next we got the uh, Butcher and the Blade against Young Bucks Fosskart Anywhere match. And you said the that the TNT title match was pay-per-view worthy. This one for sure was too. This was nuts, man. They, they were going all over the place. They started in the back at the uh, – in the kitchen I guess butcher and the blade were doing their their day they're job butchering and <laughs> they're, they're butchered and blading exactly
2: <laughs> they weren't blading thank God it's on tv <laughs> you
1: got to get the color somehow
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah they were fighting from this was like a, a um, not what was this? not stadium stamp it was like stadium stampede light.
1: It was kind of like that, the uh, the I match guess. before stadium, yeah, exactly. I guess. Which I loved yeah. it. I loved this dude. It was it was nuts. They did so much.
2: Um, yeah, definitely pay per view worthy on this too. Like yeah, they,
1: I'm I really like the way they've handled Butcher and the Blade the past few months. Which, is like, they when they first debuted, they didn't really get much of a uh, reaction. We were there actually when they popped out of the ring, attacked Cody. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We were there for their That's debut. Right. Yep. And, but now they really seem like viable, like threats in the tag team division, which is awesome. But
2: this, yeah, they were kind of jobbers. Like the, they had a big debut, and then they were yeah. kind of on the back burner for a little bit. And now they're now they're definitely in the in the spotlight.
1: Exactly, and man, I don't even know where to start with this. They did so much. <laughs> Nick super kicks the blade, and he falls into the escalator and gets sent up the escalator. <laughs> That was funny. Um, they probably hurt too, man. Those escalator stairs are yeah, sharp. They don't they don't feel good, I'm sure, especially on your bare Ooh. back. No, sir, I'm good. I'm always afraid I'm gonna get pinched too. Ooh. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, they go to like their uh not a production truck, but like one of their like big semis that they have to carry all their equipment. <laughs> and those yeah. those have like their faces on it. So they open up the doors <laughs> and and Nick gets Lauren darted, darted into his own face. Right. There's just like such a little thing that I thought that was. Give himself funny. a kiss. He did. And then inside, they, before they laundered Nick, they threw Matt inside of it. <laughs> and as after the laundered, he comes flying out does a somersault sent on the both of them. And I don't know if he caught yeah. this, but there's an easel inside that said Outlaw Mud Show Tonight. <laughs> 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 I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> I thought that was really funny that yeah, was, was a good little shot at him, which is pretty funny. Uh, what else did they do? There's so much, what else stood out to you? So when of they, head?
2: so after they brawled outside and they brawled in the truck, they came back inside. Oh man. And yeah. They come through the tunnels and Oh, maybe did they end up in the ring a little bit too?
1: Yeah. yeah. They did, ended they, up in the they ring They on the
2: ring a little bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting too far ahead of myself. So they come back to the ring and they're fighting around the ring in the ring a little bit, doing, doing stuff like that. Uh, and then the blade
1: oh my, tries to kill himself. <laughs> he tries to here. kill
2: himself, basically. And he does a, a senton, I think, or something, out of the ring, and he's and he just to like land on
1: a table. So there was like it was like a lean table, not like a setup table. It was like leaning against the barricade, and I think yes. Matt was there, and he, he he Matt was leaning against the table. Blade does like a like a topé. But Matt moves and the blade just eats it. And where he eats it, oh. like it was part it was where the concrete was there. Like the, it was where the mat stopped and it was just straight concrete and he hit so right on hard. his tailbone, like it looked like it hurt so bad. God, yeah. it looked like it hurt. But it oh my god. Uh, I'm sure he's fine, but man, it looked like it hurt. Uh, right after that, the butcher gets saboed with the chair and he they killed yep. him with it like full speed, <laughs> like he could take it. Yeah, he's got a big I'm head. Bored. <laughs> exactly, but man, this is crazy. But the finish of this match, they do so they set up like you said. They go up to the entrance way and they have the the tunnels over there, and they set up tables, put Butcher and the Blade on tunnel or tables on opposite sides of the tunnel. The Bucks climb on top of the tunnels, which are that's a like a, a decent like height. It was probably like what ten, twelve feet, at
2: least ten. Yeah,
1: yeah, and. They hit Stereo dives so Nick hit the swan time bomb and Matt with the elbow and that was the finish. One, two, three. But yep. man, this was a car crash. It was, it was a car great, crash. Yep. Great Falls County Anywhere match and I loved it. It was awesome. It, I didn't expect it to be as crazy when they announced it last week. I was like, oh, that'd be cool. But they went above and beyond for sure. <laughs> yeah, they pulled out all the stops. They definitely did. This was like... That first hour of dynamite might be their single best hour of television they've done.
2: Yes, yes.
1: I, I I'm think. trying
2: to think. Should I forget what happened yesterday? But
1: this, this, like this. Yeah, I want to say yes.
2: Yeah. In recent memory, the first hour. yes. In in recent memory, this has been their most like non pay per view esque yeah. show. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: it was uh, nuts, man.
2: And then the, well, I mean, the first episode stuck out to me because it was just, like,
1: history in the making. Oh, the first episode ever, you mean?
2: Yeah, first episode of Dynamite ever. Um, That was probably my biggest. Definitely. What stuck out to me, just, like, this is fucking awesome. We're living in the moment.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think think I'm just the Eddie Kingston mark. (laughs) It's
2: all right. It's not a bad mark to be. At least you're not a fucking uh, Pat McAfee mark, so there you go.
1: (laughs) That's true. So <laughs> next we got Lance Archer and Jake the Snake back. Jake the Snake, backstage with Alex Marvez. He got a fat head. And,
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shut your ass, Marvez.
1: <laughs> and Jake the, the Snake. Or wow. <laughs> Pause. Rewind. Er- Now we're good So Archer Kills three jabronis In the locker room This was hilarious (laughs) He grabs the one dude And puts him through the ceiling He put him through the tile
2: The fucking tile Came down with him (laughs) Tony Khan's like In the back like No please no more
1: He puts that same dude In the garbage can He's like You happy now Everybody dies him in the garbage can He did He hit pretty hard In that garbage can I thought that was pretty funny
2: (laughs) So When he So Marvez Fathead and it goes to you know, give him the mic to talk. What the fuck did he say? Everybody,
1: everybody dies. And then they walked away. I don't know. Is <laughs> that really what he said? That was the last thing he said. He said a lot more before that, but he was just crazy. So he, you don't need it.
2: <laughs> Jake the Snake's like, "Are you happy? You see what you did?
1: <laughs> he he did it." You done it now. It's all your
2: fault, Marv <laughs> Don't <laughs> me to be the same. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he needs to steal that theme song. That'd be sick for Archie.
2: Oh god. But man I hate that song. Really? <laughs> I do. This is very butt rocky.
1: I not
2: know. I think I like it more than the Limp Biscuit one.
1: Rolling, yeah. So much better than the Rolling.
2: This episode's just theme songs, bro. That's hey. it. Fuck it.
1: I'm okay with that. I love a good theme song. <laughs> so next we had Diamante against the debuting Lise and man, they were stiffing each other in this match. Yeah, I know you were, but you were
2: talking big about this match that it was going to be good because you you were familiar with both uh, wrestlers, and yeah, they they were good, solid match. They and worked to they worked together before. It seemed like yeah, good chemistry,
1: definitely, definitely. And Lise ended up getting rolled up for the win, and Diamante. Yeah, She grabbed the victory, and I guess next week she has a uh, match against Cheetah. I don't think it's a title match. I think it's non-title. Maybe? I'm pretty sure I said it was non-title. I could be wrong there, but yeah, Ivalice. I thought she was going to win because it was her debut and they seemed like they were going to be big on her, but Diamante, I guess they're... She, she's been on Dark and stuff before, so I guess I could have should have seen that coming. She's worked with the company before, so definitely cool with Diamante against Cheetah next week. Same, and next we had a match with Five Allen Angels against Hangman Adam Page. Five. <laughs> five, five time, five time, five time. Five. time. <laughs> <laughs> this guy
2: was in no time. He lost in no time.
1: Allen Angels was really good though. Honestly, like he's like the perfect guy to be like the Jower in Dark Order, and then one day he'll like break out of that and he'll be like a star. I think he's got a good look, and I think he can. He's good in the ring for sure
2: and who is he what's his real name his Al- shoot name
1: alan angels that's okay him. he's the guy oh. who had that match against kenny
2: hmm.
1: a while who's ago the guy wait who's 10 10 is preston vance the dude the big old boy
2: yeah i like him a lot
1: yeah i think i think he's hurt right now i'm pretty sure oh i think crazy. that's why i think he like tore his bice or tore, like something in his arm but
2: yeah this match wasn't bad i'm glad that uh Dark Order kind of came out on the stage. That was cool. I like that.
1: Yeah. So basically, the match was just Hangman laying into this dude, working him. He was kind of like, he's kind of like being nonchalant with him. Like he was like hitting him, and then he was he wasn't going for the pin. He was just kind of like not taking him seriously. And then Dark Order comes out to the ramp, and that kind of distracted Hangman. And Angel's got a little bit of offense in there, but it ain't enough because Hangman kills him with the Pop Up Power much. He didn't even use his finish on him. He just said, "All right, Pop Up Power yep. Pop Up Power Bomb. You're done. Good night." <laughs> And after, night, the, after the match, Mr. Brody and Colt, C-U-L-T, Cabana, come to the <laughs> to, to the uh, stage and join the rest of the Dark Order. And Mr. Brody gets in the ring and tries to recruit Hangman, says that he's been impressed by Hangman. And what he's not impressed by is his lack of friends. <laughs> Which is, it's kind of rude.
2: Isn't <laughs> <laughs> that is a good recruiting
1: tactic? Yeah, you won't got no friends. <laughs> come join us, huh? <laughs> you be your friend, sure. And then yeah, hangman says, I don't think I'm really ready to join a cult right now. And he said he said the bad word. Mr. Brody doesn't like the word cult so they put the boots to him the dark yeah. boots they uh he he calls in the rest of the dark order they put the boots to him and FTR comes out for the save and they killed somebody with that cooler man they exploded on somebody's head <laughs> they have to hit like how hard do you have to hit somebody for the cooler to explode on their head like they, they must have killed them with Hard, yeah like it like it was it wasn't like a thing where like just the top came off like the whole thing just exploded showing <laughs> them crappy
2: like uh gas station coolers that yeah the, like bucks. the
1: styrofoam things yeah regardless i'm sure i feel good because <laughs> it was full of oh. ice and water and beer and
2: <laughs> Ugh.
1: crazy but yeah the they, florida heat exactly they come out for the save and they, they make the save clear out the ring and then K- kenny comes like late and he's just like oh i he's like there he's there but he's just way too late so it's kind of right. kenny looking like the bad friend again but I think it's they're dropping a lot of seeds in like a lot of different places in different ways, where you you don't know where the story's going to go, which I, I like. I like that they do it that way.
2: Yeah, me too. I I, I like the eventual. I like it when it happens, and I'm, I'm I like the journey. I like the journey and the destination.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So next we had the main event of the evening, Jungle Boy Jack Perry as uh, a <laughs> as Jr. Jr. loves the call. Him. Jr.
2: Jack Perry, yeah.
1: JR. Jack Perry, JR. Jim Ross, Jack Perry.
2: He <laughs> just starts having a fucking. Jungle Alzheimer's. Boy Jim Ross,
1: Jack Perry. <laughs> <laughs> good old,
2: good old uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, Jr.
1: <laughs> we got Jungle Boy Luchasaurus against the Inner Circles, Chris Jericho, and the Big Hurt, Rock Hard, Jake Hager. I don't know why they called him that for one week. That was weird. Like out of nowhere. Like they had never called him that once, and then for the one match, I forget which match it was, they called him that. It was a match against Cody. They called him that. And he was all like, yeah. (laughs) They never called him that again. (laughs) I (laughs) was like, okay. But yeah, he's just a big hurt here. So him and Soros were like laying it into each other, man. (laughs) They were they were going at it. Soros' ear was bleeding by the end of their little. Yeah, what
2: the fuck happened there?
1: Jake Hager was laying it into him. He's a big hurt. He, get, he gets a big hurt on the mirrors. Exactly. Yeah, that was a good little interplay between them, two two big meaty men.
2: Yep. And big then, meaty men slapping slap meat. Exactly. And
1: the, the Jungle Boy and Lucha, or, uh Jericho had a really good, like a few sequences here too. They had that match. I think it was a few months ago where it was the 10-minute uh, challenge, and that was really good. And, again, yeah. they showed that they have good chemistry here for sure. And then as Jungle Boy starts to get the advantage, Jericho tries to use Floyd, but Aubrey ain't letting that happen.
2: mm A little and shoving that, going on there. Yeah,
1: exactly. Aubrey's uh, bucking up to him for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. She fucking put his ass in place. Exactly. You got to do it. So after the back gets thrown out of the ring, Serpentico grabs it and hits Luchasaurus in the back with it. And then Luchasaurus gets hit with the, uh, the code breaker for the one, two, three. Then Serpentico P- gets in the ring. And I'm like, what? Serpentico? He's yeah. in the dark order? Okay, cool. Then he inner goes What did I say? Dark order. Same thing. Not really. All right. Serpentico's <laughs> in the inner circle. Wow. <laughs>
2: But, yeah, that's how I was like, well, they must be like filling in for while Sammy's gone or something. I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck this guy is. I like his mask. But Sir <laughs> you got the cool Sir Pentacle. He was
1: knighted. He was. And then cool. he gets up top, hits the uh, Shooting Star Press and he gets up and I'm like, oh, the way he got up, it was a dead giveaway because he did like the yep. weird, like, I don't even know how to describe what Sammy does when he gets up. He gets like the little like he moves like a snake, which is kinda ironic, Mr. Yes. Pentagon. But he gets up like a snake and he removes the mask and it's the returning Sammy Guevara, the Spanish Whoa. god. Whoa. Oh my god.
2: And everyone's surprised.
1: <laughs> yeah, and everyone's going, like, oh My God, it's Sammy. Sammy
2: Guevara, he's back. <laughs> so did they end his suspension early or it's just it was just up?
1: It or? was never like they didn't it was like an undisclosed amount of time, so
2: Gotcha. It's been a month, so he's back. There you go, yeah.
1: And after that, as they're beating down uh, the Jurassic Express, the best friends come out with Orange Cassidy to make the save, and that sets up a five-on-five next week. Inner circle against best friends Orange Cassidy, Luchasaurus, and Jungle Boy. That'll be – that's going to be crazy. (laughs) There's no way it's not. Jungle Jack, Orange Cassidy. (laughs) Fresh to squeeze Jack Perry. (laughs)
2: Jumping Jack, Orange Cassidy, yeah. <laughs> Did you say freshly
1: squeezed, Jungle Perry? Yeah, freshly squeezed, Jack Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Fighter Fest 2. Yeah. God
2: damn it, Jim <laughs> Ross.
1: This man's out here going crazy. <laughs> but yeah, Don't that was mad at him. It's Jim Ross, I guess. Exactly. The voice of, the, of our childhoods. Yep. So that that was AEW for this week. This was a, such a fun show, man. Please sign Eddie Kingston. That's that's please. That's, that's the main thing from this show. I just need Eddie Kingston signed, please. Like please. That's that's all I gotta say is please. Please. So, so let's hop into NXT, man. It opened up with a something that was kind of controversial between us two. Keith Lee, he's kind of speaking on how much his accomplishment meant to him, and. How of the accomplishment being being the double champion, of course, and he, he only had the belt for one week, well, two weeks, I guess, after this show, but two weeks, and he says that he he may be limitless, but he doesn't want to limit other people's opportunities. Who wrote that line? <laughs> that is trash.
2: Yeah, that, was
1: not, that was a very corny line.
2: <laughs> fuck yeah, it was corny. This but whole, he, stu- this, whole g- this whole, fucking thing is corny. It's stupid. Yeah, so they can re- they drop the bell yep. out of the kindness, kindness of his kind heart. Kind of his
1: heart. He's just a good guy. What the fuck? You guys got to bask in his kindness.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, fuck the glory. Bask in his kindness. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, baskin is kindness. Oh, basket is kindness. I love
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is uh this is stupid. This is stupid and shame on them for stripping them of the fucking title.
1: It just seems like them stripping of them of the title like this when there's a takeover next month makes it seem like they really just hotshotted it as a counter programming thing. That's that's what it comes down to me, in my opinion. That's Absolutely. what it seems like.
2: Because they were gassing up the Adam Cole thing of him being a champ for however many fucking days.
1: Yeah, 400-something days. Finally
2: loses it to Keith Lee. And it's a double title. It's the year of the double title. Then, you know, we got race riots going on. Black Lives Matter. You throw it on the black guy. That's just what it seems like with WWE. And then all of a sudden, they fucking make him drop one of the belts. And it's also seeming like, Killer Killer Cross, whatever, is going to pick up the world title. And maybe they'll put him on the main roster and they'll fucking drop the ball like they do with a lot of other people. So yeah. you go, what? Fuck whoever came up with this.
1: <laughs> it's definitely worrying because Keith Lee deserves so – like he deserves to have to be the double champ. This dude rules. And for him it, to just have to drop came,
2: it. You know, you got Brock Lesnar. He's the reigning, defending, blah, 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 all that champion. Then you got Keith Lee. He's got two fucking titles and he drops one just to be a nice guy.
1: Yeah. Uh, And he fucking
2: gave Brock Lesnar a run for his money at at the Royal Rumble.
1: Exactly. I don't, I don't, it just seems stupid. It for sure just seems like they hotshotted it and now they booked themselves into a corner. So, like, oh, we just got to make, have him drop the title now. I, yeah, I was not okay. Not too, not too crazy about that. But I guess we'll see what happens with the, they're doing the, uh, I guess, little tournament. Why is five it, weeks five so it's going to be a five way a five way ladder match but to get into the ladder match you got to win a triple threat match which they're going to have every week but like, a triple
2: threat match should not happen every week It should be like once in a while
1: but why? but why is it a triple threat every week i don't it just seems like i don't know it's weird to me the way they set it up i don't know so, so it's a five man ladder match but it's a triple threat match every week, so there's fifteen people who could be in it. But like that just seems like too much it just <laughs> that's too <So> much. Stupid. <laughs> yeah, it is. So just,
2: fucking dumb. Have one qualifying match and fucking whoever wins faces Keith Lee for the North American title. And if he drops it then, at least he drops it then and it makes sense because you we were gonna put
1: it on whoever it was originally. Have it in a ladder match so he doesn't take a fall. There you go.
2: There you go. And I don't know. But if he drops, it, at least he dropped it. You know.
1: Yeah, I think they should have just on done his like own, a, <laughs> like a, a two week qualifying match matches for a triple threat ladder match. If they want to do a triple threat, and then have one of the people push Keith Lee off the ladder as he's about to get get it to retain the belt. Other guy get up, goes up, grabs the belt. Keith Lee doesn't look look weak, loses one of the belts, so they, can, they don't have to have him as a double champion. Simple as that. For him to just or have to, even
2: in a couple weeks. You, you have Keith Lee, he's defending the North American title against who, fucking fill-in-the-blank, and Cross comes out, interferes, costs from the title, that builds exactly. up more momentum to the pay-per-view and the world title match.
1: Like, it just seemed like lazy booking to me. It's just, that's what it seems like to me, mostly. Like definitely. The, they lazy. hotshotted for him sure being both nice. the double champion. Like He deserves to be the double champion, but the way they booked it makes it seem like they, would, they just did it for the one moment. To pop, to pop a rating, to be able to, like, make themselves look good.
2: compete with AEW. Yeah,
1: and then... That's it. <laughs> so, that
2: was the whole reason behind the Great
1: American Bash. Exactly. Is to
2: compete with fucking Fighter Fest.
1: And now it seems like they just... I don't know. It kind of fell apart after, it seemed, what it seems like. It's just weird. Yeah. I, it sucks, because he deserves to have, like, a good ring on both belts. And even his North American ring wasn't too great, like... He, what did he really do as north american champion what he Nothing. had he who did he he had the match against priest which was good that match was really good but besides yeah, was, that mm-hmm. what did he do as a champion they didn't get he was off TV for a few weeks i feel like when he was a north American champion
2: he wrestled the intergender match with the garganos
1: oh yeah see like they weren't even doing anything with him as the champion it just seemed i don't know it seemed like they, it was a waste of him being the like they, they wasted his run as inter, inter, or, uh, North American champion just to hot shot him being the, the uh, NXT champion when they could have made that into a better story, I feel like. I don't know.
2: Yeah, just for him to drop it. Any, any belt. I've never been watching wrestling for a long time, same as you. I've never seen or heard anything like this ever because it just doesn't make fucking sense. Yeah, it's not a medical reason or something. You know, they got fired for something. Just drop it because I want to give somebody else a chance. It's like, well, then what the fuck are you doing in wrestling, man?
1: Yeah, like why? It's just weird. I don't understand. Like, why do obviously you obviously that's not right? Why did you accept the double championship match then? If you're gonna just like it, just the uh, it doesn't really make sense. <laughs> that's what it comes down to.
2: Yeah, it's, you should just gave Adam Cole the title and been like, you know what, you deserve it more.
1: Yeah, like if you if you really worried about other people's feelings about somebody else getting the chance to win the championship, uh, why did you use? Why did you become the double champion in the first place? Why didn't you just?
2: Yeah, that's his new gimmick. He's just so nice. Like he had that nice, yeah, exactly. With Djokovic, and now he's so nice. He's just giving away belts. He's gonna let cross beat him.
1: And this is nothing against Keith Lee, like himself. No, no, I no. love but, Keith Yeah, Lee. It's like, not. It's just the way they're booking him is just weird, man. It's We're just, not a couple of fucking marks, dude. Exactly. You
2: know just, what's going on.
1: It's just, I don't know. They're booking him kind of weird the past few weeks for sure. But yes. let's leave that there and move into the first match in the show: Dexter Loomis against Killian Dane. Why did this? What is this match? This, this seems like the most random match. Because uh,
2: Dexter Loomis drew a unflattering picture of Killian Dane. Is that really what happened? That is what happened. Because oh, wow. him and Robert Stone were kinda Robert Stone yeah. was trying to get him to join his thing. And I think it was Aaliyah brought this brought a picture, like, oh, Dexter Loomis drew this of you. And he's like, Give me out give me a match with Dexter Loomis, and maybe I'll think about joining up with you. And he got him the fucking match, and oh. this is what happened, I guess. Okay.
1: Man. Well, this man, this man Killian was fired up, he had the straps down. It's like you know he's fired up. Yeah, but it didn't. Matter I like Killian Dane. So do I. I. Just,
2: yeah, yeah,
1: but it did matter. It was. It, it, was
2: a, it doesn't matter.
1: Extra Loomis ended up winning it with the Yuranagi choke combo. I'm still not sold on Extra Loomis, man. I liked him so much no, better. No, you don't than fucking Strong. choke
2: out a guy that looks like Killian Dane. Yeah. <laughs> Extra Loomis looks great, you know, and she's in sh- He's in shape and shit, but like, uh, I don't know. And just, it
1: just doesn't make sense. I, I'm definitely not sold on Dexter Loomis right now. He they haven't really no, given any like explanation of anything. Like, no,
2: absolutely he just,
1: not. He's just there looking weird. and Now he's drawing pictures, and <laughs> I don't know. It's this this was an interesting episode of NXT because next we got Breezango versus Ever Rise, which is just like a glorified squash match. They 100%. come out as they come out just as the Mountie, which, which I thought PCO buried like, on Twitter. <laughs> Say what? PCL buried that on Twitter. Which I thought was sweaty. Love that. <laughs> I just, I thought when
2: they first came back that they were saying like, "We're not going to do the, haha, shit," or was <laughs> that just kind of a haha
1: shit in itself? No, they said we'll be we'll, we'll be haha during our entrances, but we'll be serious in the ring. That's what they said. Okay. Well,
2: this was trash, and angle <laughs> wins, which is fine. Um, Everride's definitely in the jobber team
1: yeah for sure they've been in the jobber team for a long time yeah <laughs> ever job so yeah that was, that was that match and then we move on to Shotzi Blackheart against Aaliyah why did Shotzi Blackheart say welcome to the ball pit
2: <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I was like what did she just say but then the commentators repeated it they're like did she just say welcome to the ball pit like, well <laughs> she she said welcome to the ball pit so here we go at the ball pit
1: what the <laughs> fuck is going on? What? What, what do you mean? It's like it didn't, I don't know. Like I'm not mad at it. It's just I, I didn't understand. I never I heard. it didn't either. she used to do like the like the howling thing. But that's nothing to do with the yeah. ball pit. And she's got a tank. And that's not a ball pit. Where's the ball pit come from?
2: Did she say? Did she usually say something else like Welcome to the something?
1: And then she like mixed up her so. words. I don't know. She said Welcome to the ball pit. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah it was All a right. decent match shots ended up winning with a top rope senton and after the match she runs over robert stone's other leg with <laughs> with the tank again and then as she's getting out mercedes martinez comes from behind and kills her with the forearm and leaves her laying so
2: yeah that was the best part of the show up to this point Seeing yeah. her
1: that's it, that uh of the seeds for something that happens later in the show. After that we got a swerve in yet talking about Santos Escobar saying how he's the only one in NXT who has beat Escobar so far and he said that he's coming for that uh, Cruiserweight title which I would love to see swerve with that belt but I think they need to leave it on Escobar for a while because his stable's sick.
2: <laughs> Let me ask you something about Swerve. Do you think that this was this had any truth to it as far as like his life um like background of his life, because this kind of just screamed like Vince McMahon was behind this.
1: But did, I don't even. Like, I didn't oh, even I performed what he was in front of my whole
2: school, and I performed Billy Jean. It's like <laughs>
1: I didn't even. Maybe you did, that. but
2: it seems really scripted.
1: I know Swerve does does music and stuff, so, I, I, so I, I that would, was the other I,
2: thing is I wanted to hear some music because I didn't know if that was legit either. I know yeah, he, Leo Rush does music, but yeah,
1: Leo Leo Rush. Shout out to Leo Rush. He also just came back and. Did a run and enjoy Janella at uh, GCW's homecoming. Woo. That just happened a few hours ago. So since we're nice. talking about Leo Rush, might as well drop that in there. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Swerve does music, so I wouldn't be surprised. But I don't know. That just I don't. I didn't even realize he said that. All I really took from it was him talking about Escobar.
2: Yeah, because he talked about that, and they've talked about his military background a little bit before. But yeah, I, I didn't know that he did music. Yeah, he's got I a podcast too. Yeah, I didn't know that he if he did perform in his high school or not. Just seemed very
1: just random. WWE.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know. I could. It could go either way on that one. Maybe. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm not too sure. But regardless, I want to see another match between Santos and Swerve. Yes, I would love to as well. And next is what was for sure the best match of NXT: Johnny Gargano, Roderick Strong, and Bronson Reed in one of the the the, uh, triple threat qualifiers. This match ruled, honestly. Yeah. The show won. This is...
2: You you can just start the sh- If you're going to watch NXT like if you haven't watched it yet, just start it with this fucking match and just watch the rest.
1: Honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. This is the only thing that really had consequence. Besides, like, Keith dropping the title. That has consequence. But, like... Yes. Like, when it comes to, like, good stuff, here on, for sure. Yes. Yeah. So, this match was awesome. Dude, the powerbomb that Bronson Reed took from the apron to the outside, to, like, to the floor... Probably hurts so bad. That's a big dude. Like, yeah, hit hard.
2: He did. <laughs> he did. He hit real and he, hard. He
1: put in the work, and halfway
2: through, I'm like, dang, I, I really hope he wins. But, but he probably won't. i will probably go out yeah. with one of the other guys. Yeah, if the three, if the triple threats are like this every week, I'm not mad about
1: it. Oh yeah, for sure.
2: But yeah, this was awesome. He, Bronson Reed, he won. He ends up winning it. Surprisingly.
1: Yeah, definitely surprised um, me for sure.
2: But yeah, this is this is a great match. He fucking was, hit a big old splash. I don't know how you I don't know how you I don't want to say fake that, but I don't know how you land that, yeah. right on
1: him. <laughs> it's that a lot day. of weight. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was awesome. This I definitely all in for Bronson Reed being in this uh, ladder match, dude rules. He his stuff on the indies his donor rock was awesome. He has a lot of cool matches in PWG. But yeah, he's dude rules, so I'm excited for that. I'm curious who else is going to be in that ladder match? Cause if they're going to do it was if you remember the first, was it the first, uh, ladder match for the North American title? I think pretty, I'm pretty sure that's, that's where one. Yeah. I think that's how the first, maybe that's why they're doing the ladder match this way. Cause that was a multi-man ladder match too. So maybe yeah. that's where the logic comes from, but maybe, I yeah, I
2: don't know. Yeah. The, I mean, the logic of that makes sense.
1: Yeah. But, but yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, I and then agree.
2: La- next week we'll have Dexter Loomis against Finn Balor, Finn Balor and, and Timothy Thatcher.
1: Balor's winning and the that.
2: way that they're I would say Balor for sure, but the way that they're pushing Thatcher it's kind of I could see it going either way with either Th- one of those. Thatcher's things.
1: not really a ladder match guy though I don't think no I think
2: definitely not. but I don't know they just seem to be him on a high on a high note. but
1: if they if Finn loses that, I don't know what they're doing with him in the next T anymore.
2: Yeah, 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 that's true. And they had a, he had a little promo too, like yeah, talking about your push your push ins
1: here. <laughs> he said that the, the 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 North American title is going to get the fin rub. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was pretty funny. But yeah, speaking of Thatcher, he's got another match here with Oni Lorkin. Another Thatcher Thatch can style match was awesome. I think yeah. I like the the other one better, but this one was also yes. great. This one was sick. The finish I thought was really cool. Oni had Thatcher in a nasty Kimura. Like he Ooh, was yeah. cranking that wrist, and he, so he turned to his back after he already had already headed on to get a little bit more le- leverage, and Thatcher used the momentum from that turn to pin Oni's shoulders to the mat for the one two three, which was a really creative finish, and honestly it was cool.
2: Yeah, I, both those guys are are great, and yeah, definitely, like you said, I like the other match from what was it, Great American Bash? Yeah, yeah, like that one more, but. This one was fine too. Oni Lurkins getting a little, get more time on
1: TV. I love that too. Put him in the ladder match and have him win.
2: Fuck yeah! That'd be not, sick. Would not be <laughs> mad. At
1: I would love that. Oni rules, man. Shout out to Biff Busick. Biff rules. Throw him up.
2: I don't know which one. I am on one or two. I'll be two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the song is catchy. over. It is theme song, City Baby.
1: It's over. <laughs> So next we have Mercedes Mercedes Martinez in the back with Robert Stone. She's just like, I need somebody to handle all my business. I'm just going to go be- beat people up. And he's like, all right, you got it. So now she's part yeah. of the Robert Stone brand. Yeah,
2: He's finally, things are
1: looking up for him. Yeah, finally. Somebody who is not looking up for is Dominic Dijakovic, man. He got his ass beat. <laughs> yes, he did. Man has head
2: squashed in the stage. Dude, that
1: was nasty. That Dude, was, was. I'm like, Good God, he killed him. <laughs> he literally just, he's shooting dead. <laughs> and then he's like,
2: yeah, we'll get into it. But
1: yeah, So get let's, the let's intro,
2: let's, you get the great intro from, from Cross and yeah. Scarlet.
1: So, so let's just hop into it, man. I'm, I'm, let's go straight to that spot. So he he has Dijak on the outside, puts his head between the ring steps and the, like, the ring post. Yeah. And then he does like a running Yakuza kick to the, the stairs. It was nasty. Oh, God. And then he, he drags his <laughs> dragged his lifeless body into the ring. And Keith Lee comes <laughs> out at that point and just like, No, my friend. No. No.
2: <laughs> He's like, No. He's like, it's fine. I'm okay.
1: I just he just squashed my head in the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, Di- yeah Di- just like, no, let it happen. Basically, it crosses just Mounted mounted forearms after mounted forearm after mounted forearms. Punching forearm. him and then
2: looking at Keith Lee and then hitting him again. Yeah, The before he squashed his head like a pimple in the stairs, they were they had good back and forth. This is yeah. the first um, non-squash match where he had to show where he was at least taking, some,
1: taking a little bit of a beating. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But, man, it ain't enough because – Cross ends up putting on the uh, the rear naked choke and he just stares into the eyes of Keith Lee as Diamond, Dominic Dijakovic fades and yeah. Dijak fell and prayed. Maybe he didn't pray. Yeah. Uh, no, he fell. He fell for sure. Should have so, prayed. Yeah, so they're really going all out on this Keith Lee and Dijak or uh, Cross feud. So I, I don't see any way that's not where they're going for with the pay-per-view. So. I don't know. I hope. I hope they don't. I hope there's something gets in the way with that because I really don't want Lee to lose both belts this quick. Because if they made him drop both belts and he lose, like if they made him drop the North American title just for him to lose this title, I'm gonna be pissed. That's what I'm gonna be real. He's
2: mad such at. good friends with Dijakovic. Why didn't he just give him the North American title?
1: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be really mad if they made him drop the North American title and then immediately he loses his NXT title to Cross in his first defense. That's not like hijacked. I'll be. Yeah,
2: not going to like that.
1: I'm going to be real mad cuz like, I love Cross but like Keith Lee deserves better than that.
2: He deserves better.
1: Um I know we always, we we
2: stopped talking about it for a while as far as what what would be like what show did we like more? Yeah. Each week but it just kind of got we kind of stopped doing it because it was always AEW. But it was always neck and neck, at least for me. It was always neck and neck. Oh, yeah, Th-
1: this week was not.
2: <laughs> this week was definitely not. And with that being said, what were the ratings looking like?
1: <laughs> it wasn't close in this either because it was, it was they, they gave them a spank in here. So, AEW The ratings agree. It was eight. They got, they drew 845,000 total viewers, which at one point I saw Tony Khan tweet this. At the end of the the Young Bucks in the blade match, they were at over a million viewers, which is awesome. That's, wow, that's okay. huge.
2: What was the highest point for NXT? Do you know?
1: That I don't know, but I just saw Tony Khan post about them being at that point in the show, having a, a million viewers, which is awesome. Yeah, so, I bet it wasn't a million on NXT. Yeah, <laughs> there's no way it was close to a million with their, the number they drew. So AEW was number five in the eighteen to forty-nine demo, while eight or NXT. Drew 615,000 and was number 35 in the 18 to 49 demo. This was not very that's a wah, wah,
2: wah.
1: that is a 230,000 people difference if you're counting. That's Jeez. that's that's a lot, man. I don't Oof. know. Like, I don't know. I think at this point, I don't know if it's a good idea for NXT to stay on Wednesdays because, like. I want NXT to succeed and this is just not a good look for them to be losing like this to a company that's only a year old in my opinion.
2: True. But wait, you don't want oh you don't want NXT to be on Wednesday night.
1: Yeah, because like it, I want like all wrestling to succeed. So for NXT to stay on USA, they have to move nights you would think because they're not performing that well in the ratings. And if they're comparing it to AEW and they're beating them every week in the demographic that advertisers care about. It's just not a good look, I feel like.
2: I would agree. I mean, I think COVID has a lot to do with it, obviously, for both shows.
1: But um, AEW was beating them before COVID, too, though, so I don't know.
2: <laughs> That's true. Um, I just I really hope that if they, if anything, they move it, like you said, and they don't just kibosh it or something. You know what I'm saying? Just get yeah. rid of it. Or something
1: I don't think they can get rid of it at this point, but I think if if they don't move night' nice, just going back to the network at some point, it feels like to me because their ratings are not doing too good I
2: feel yes, like. as far as wrestling goes, NXT still even with the poo poo show, half of a poo poo show they had still is number two in my book, and I yeah, love home, it absolutely so this like, I've, I've been watching NXT for a long time I fucking love it was like for as an old fan nxt was the relighting of the torch like oh shit wrestling is fucking cool to watch again and like not a lot of people know about this yeah that was what was cool back in the day and and yeah it's just sad to see this kind of poo poo but man hopefully they just keep going yeah
1: it it seems like a rare miss honestly like there's not many shows by nxt i'm I'm done i like i don't enjoy as much like there was like i i would say like from that triple threat on, I enjoyed it a lot, but before that I it was not too crazy about so hopefully. Yeah, and the Keith Lee thing year. is
2: Yeah, yeah, 100 percent And Keith the Keith Lee thing is really the only gripe I've had with NXT in I don't know how long.
1: Yeah, same for sure. Like I I just really hope <laughs> that they don't do what I'm thinking they're gonna do is and have him with no titles by the end of next month. <laughs> that just seems like highway robbery. Like it'll get people talking. That's for sure. Yeah, that's not in a true. good way. <laughs> but yeah, that was the uh, Wednesday night awards for this week. So let's hop back in a time machine real quick. Go back to two thousand seven, Manhattan, New York, <laughs> the Hammerstein Ballroom. I don't think I don't know that, if that's actually where it was or not. <laughs> hey, it's close enough. <laughs> but Manhattan, New York, for Ring of Honor is Manhattan Mayhem, two thousand seven. The world title match between Brian Danielson, the American Dragon, and the world champion Takeshi Morishima. Let's go, Dragon! You're gonna get your fucking head kicked in. That's... I was trying to figure out what the fuck they were saying. My favorite chance. I wish I would come back. I I need Brian Danielson to go back to the Indies for like just one run, so I can make so mm. I can start that chant, please. When's Once. the
2: last time that you saw this
1: match? before this it's been this like was your a few suggestion years. i had not yeah. seen this it's been a few years but, but the reason that i guess we'll get into it but the reason i chose this match is we were talking about eye for an eye and we were talking about what to do for match of the week this week and i was like hey, let's do, <laughs> i got another eye for an eye match for you it wasn't an intentional eye for an eye match but around six minutes into this match morishima hits brian with like a i think it's like a, just a fist to the face and he hits mm-hmm. him so hard in the eye that his retina detaches <laughs> for real yes <laughs> jesus christ during this match yes six minutes into this match
2: wow okay
1: <laughs> That's why he, if you don't if you notice that's how, why he was holding his eye the whole match
2: yeah oh yeah 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 because he was like he was pinching it up here and yep. i'm like i'm like maybe he's trying to bleed or something or he thinks he's bleeding nope jesus <laughs> i did not know that holy shit.
1: rough but man this match rules <laughs>
2: This match, very is very fitting that you said that because this match lived up to something of that nature for sure.
1: Yeah, it was. Oh my God, this match was awesome. So I'm gonna let you take the lead on this because you hadn't seen it before and you had never seen Morishima either, and you weren't too familiar with like my
2: first showing of him. Older ROH, big boy. So like I, yeah, like I told you before, I'm not too familiar on ROH. I missed all of this, unfortunately. I know you're big on it, and I can see why. Um, the crowd was so hot going yep. into this. Um, they were, they, I think they were kind of cut down the middle as far as chance. They were chanting half for Brian Danielson. and they were chanting for Morishima. It was about half and half, I would yeah, say. Yeah, for sure. As the show went on, or as the match went on, it was more. I think Danielson. Yeah. It's safe to say, but. It was a slow, methodical—I mean, slow in a good way—slow start to match. You know, they have the the test of test of might—is yeah, that it's what's called strength. when they test of strength? They get a couple of those, but Danielson's just kicking the fuck, out, like leg <laughs> is, kicking the yep. fuck out of Morishima, like constantly. Dude's just taking them, and then it—you know—it it goes back and forth with that slow at the beginning, and then it picks up and. Morishima starts beating the hell out of Danielson. He starts, yeah. He's basically just like, all right, I've, I've had enough of this. And he just starts clubbing him.
1: He, they, this match like, is so stiff. Dude. Real
2: hitting him, it looked like. <laughs> then it leads out to the side of the ring. Uh, Danielson dives out of the ring into, into the, the crowd. crowd. Morishima's yep. yep. And he, the he, the he, seats he, he that too. they have there are like the metal, uh, like the the –
1: the, they're the not fabric. folding chairs. They're like yeah. The, they're not
2: folding chairs. They're like the not. I want to say medical chairs, but like the metal, gold metal chairs. Like the frame is gold, yeah. and then there's like a fabric, like a cotton almost. Uh, yes, they're so hard it's, as fuck. So <laughs> I'm no sure he on got up. Yeah, he, like he, he hit like
1: he... he hit like a, like a springboard cross body, and his top yes. half hits that hits Morishima, but his bottom half eight straight chair.
2: Yeah, it was a lot of chairs and. Um. Yeah, it fucking looked like it, it definitely hurt for sure. Yeah. There was a point where so they they they're brawling outside the ring a little bit. Morishima loves to do this like butt bump. The butt butt. Yeah, the butt butt thing. <laughs> he does that a lot, but it only probably worked maybe once. Um, against the railing, of course, but still yeah. it, that probably hurt. They get back in the ring and, and Danielson puts this leg lock in, and bro, he was cranking. I got bad. I got like one like kind of kind of bad knee i guess you could say and like the way his leg was bent back his was leg hurts
1: so bad
2: he had his leg yeah he had his his leg bent but the fucking the shin part of his leg is like going to the side i'm mm-hmm. like oh, it just looks like he's going to tear his knee any minute and they go back and forth with some holds some false finishes i guess not false finishes but uh where morishima has his, his shoulders pinned and he pops up yeah um, and then eventually, he, I think he was trying to go over Danielson, like Danielson laid down, or maybe he. You know what it's? I think he's trying to do a sunset flip.
1: Yep, yep and, yep. and then he just hits the rakishiyano. He
2: just <laughs> Rikishi Yokozuna crush, like just drops on his yep. fucking chest. Like, oh, your your retinas detached. Well, I'm also gonna cave in your chest. <laughs> so he uh, he does that. They go back and forth a little bit more. Danielson puts on this move. It's like almost like a Steiner recliner, uh, but he goes into a bridge.
1: Oh, the, the cattle mutilation. That was his yes. signature back then.
2: That's fucking dope. That's a dope name, too. Yeah. He puts that on, but uh, Morishima gets to the ropes and they break the hold. Uh, Morishima clotheslines the fuck out Just of him. He with that. He ends up getting. Morishima retains. I'm not I'm trying to remember how he what was his finisher what oh, backdrop no, you know what? driver. The backdrop driver, bro. This he was fucking him. nuts. <laughs> he killed him with it was it, it was Taz Taz X. Yeah.
1: Uh,
2: As parallel, perpendicular, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> uh he yeah, he picks him up like he's gonna he suplex him, but it's a backdrop and he just plants him on his fucking head. It looked rough. But that's why he won the match with it
1: this match rules man there was one sequence that you didn't speak about so i want to go back and talk about it Dude, mm-hmm. so danielson goes up top he uh shotgun drop kicks morishima morishima does a rollback or his nose sells it and then kills danielson with the lariat that was yeah, f- danielson that-
2: pops up right he does a uh, when he hits the he hits the shotgun drop kick but then he does the pop-up
1: yeah and then he yeah he like he does a shotgun drop kick he kicks up, and Morishima rolls kips through him. out of the thing, and then learies the hell <laughs> of
2: Yeah, he hit him with probably three of those, and they, and they are... Every
1: one of them look like this, this is so bad. Yeah, this match rules, man. Morishima, yeah. he was like a Noah guy, and Noah and ROH uh, had a big deal back then. That's why Kenta would come through ROH mm. a lot, because Kenta was like a Noah regular. But yeah, it was <laughs> this match ruled.
2: Morishima's just one of those, like, he has no facial expression, and... Takes a beating and gives just as bad back. Yep, he's yep. just one of those guys. Like he's almost like Suzuki minus yeah. the the outside shit that he does with the announcers and stuff. Yeah, the exactly. Lions, but yeah, it was, it was a good, great match. It's on YouTube if you guys want to watch it. Check YouTube it out for free. I Highly suggest it. Just look, just oh, look up
1: Danielson versus Morishima, and <laughs> you'll find it. And man, I definitely recommend it.
2: Yep, but, twenty minute match. Not too not too long.
1: Yeah. So. Uh, since you talked about not have been have seen too much ROH, I definitely want to get more some more ROH on the show fairly soon. So I think we'll go back and revisit some more ROH soon. But that was the match of week Absolutely. for this week. So before we leave, I want to make a quick announcement. So my band Karma is gonna be playing a set at a wrestling show for Time Bomb Pro Wrestling in uh mm-hmm. Moorhead, Minnesota. It's on September twelfth. It is a uh, socially distant mass required at all times show. Everybody who walks to the door is going to be temperature checked. There's going to be sanitizer everywhere. And you can only sit next to the people who you buy tickets with. So it's going to be social distance and everything's going to be really safe. The way they're handling is going to be like perfect because I think for something like this to happen, you have to have those guidelines in, in place. But yeah, we're going to be playing a set right before the main event. And these matches aren't announced anywhere yet, but we're going to give it to you here first. So exclusive <laughs> exclusive so it's gonna start out with a uh, kaiju big battle match which is like ai uh, don't even know how to describe kaiju big battle it's just like wrestlers dressed up in eccentric like monster suits and they wrestle but it's like a it's like an over-the-top like comedy type thing it's it's really okay. hard to describe <laughs> it's extremely so hard to describe. To see it you gotta see it for yourself <laughs> But the first the first match that I'm really excited for is one called Banders, the the uh the corn-fed cowboy. Hell yeah! <laughs> against representing representing that Second Gear Crew, Matthew Justice. Oh, this match is gonna nice. rule! <laughs> this match is gonna rule! I, I love Matthew Justice. This dude is crazy. <laughs> it's gonna be a slobber knocker. Yes, sir, it will. And next we got the uh the truth. A.J. Gray, which I've talked about A.J. Gray so many times on this show, and I'm very excited to, to be on the same show as him. And he's going to be going against uh, frontman Jossie, who I'm not too familiar with. I think he's like a Minnesota native from out there. I saw a promo video he did, which was really funny. So I'm excited to see him. He, he seemed like he's really pretty charismatic. And the main event for the uh, Time Bomb Heavyweight Championship The champion or invite is going to be defending against representing that murder, death, kill gang, Eastern block, hate club, gang affiliated, MDK, all fucking Fucking. day, the man, the king,
0: the god of this fucking shit,
1: Nick. (laughs) Fucking Gage. I'm so stoked, man. man MDK fucking all day. Man, fucking MDK all day. I'm so excited all to be on the same days. show as Nick Gage. It's insane. Mar- marking out, <laughs> to say the least. I don't blame you. But yeah, we're both going to be there. Nick's going to roll up with us, so it's going to be it's gonna be sick. Yeah, yeah. The old out. man's coming. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> tickets are available still at timebombusa.bigcartel.com. If you want to go, just make sure you buy tickets with the people you will be sitting sitting with. So just a word of advice, make sure if you're gonna buy tickets, make sure if you're not planning on going alone, you buy tickets with that person that you're trying to be there with. Because you ain't gonna be sitting else next to nobody else. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's hope to see you guys there. I'm very excited for that. We're gonna play right before the main event is what I believe I've been told, which is crazy. So I'm very excited for that.
2: They'll have uh, telephone booths and porta potties so people can mosh in them,
1: socially <laughs> distance moshing. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure there won't be any washing at the show. This is okay? I, I'm 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 good with people just sitting there headbanging. There you go. Just got, you got to stay safe. <laughs> That's all right. Man, I'm excited. We're gonna have some shirts there. We're gonna have some uh some stickers and stuff. Oh, we got we got a, we got some we got a shirt that we're working on that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drop the details on you, but it's gonna be. It's gonna be sick. Uh, what, what's, a, what's a hint I can drop on it? <laughs> it's gonna. Uh, I can't even think of a clever way to drop the hint without without uh, spoiling it. So I'm not even gonna say it. <laughs> You're gonna love it. Yeah, if, if, if I you like it. if you like this show, you'll love this shirt. Yep. But speaking of this show, find us on uh, Instagram at Go Home Pod and on Twitter at the Go Home Pod. And where can they find you on social media?
2: They can find me at xnabx219 at, on instagram and i'm f- at fat x tony on twitter what about you
1: i'm at burning hammered on twitter and instagram follow my band on twitter and instagram at karma M W H C K H A R M A M W H C. and go ahead and follow a time bomb on twitter and instagram too just because we're just talking about them it's at time bomb pro so yeah man Shout out to them definitely shout out to them very And excited. Uh,
2: Facebook too. We got our fucking Facebook is ab-a-bumpin.
1: Oh yeah. We're getting a lot of love on Facebook. Shout out to everybody who's following us on there. Hopefully you guys are hearing this too. I'm ass- I am mean, I don't know why you'd be liking us on Facebook if you didn't. So I'm assuming you are. So shout there out to go. y'all. Yep. So, so Facebook is Oh, no shout out
2: to Zuckerberg, man. but shout out to that.
1: Yes. Don't shout out Zuckerberg, but shout out to the people supporting us on Facebook. <laughs> 100%. So it's facebook.com backslash the go home show. So, yeah, man, that's all we got for this week. So any last words for these fine people? I got nothing. Keith Lee deserves better. That's very true. (laughs) With that being said, everybody make sure you're taking care of yourself and people around you. Wear a mask. Be safe. Black Lives Matter. And unless you got anything else to say, nah, well, it's time to go home.